With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's taking another one and another. And Howard Foster has stopped it. Wow. That is going to be controversial. That's a cracking right hand. And that must finish it. It must finish it. Yes, there's raps on TV, reporting fresh from London. The Beast of the East is hit. We had the East, the Beast in East also, Anthony Yard fighting. Uh, but we're here reporting again as usual. Um, got the guys on the line, Inam Tom. How are you guys doing? Yeah, good man. Just to say the Beast also fought in the East. He fought in York Hall. You know, lots of beasts going around in the East. Freezing, man. It's cold. London, London is cold, man. I'll tell you, a bit of snow. A bit of snow, and these guys going to melt down. You know, it's been horrible. But Tom, yourself, how are you doing? You know, how are you doing today? It's good to be back. At least the weather gives you a chance to bring your pin coat back out. Mate, my pin coat is on all the time. I was going to say, what are you talking about? That is the original. Man's not hot, bro. Summertime, Barcelona, Rio. Man's not hot. He's wearing that jacket, bro. Man's not hot, man. I'm telling you, man. I wear that jacket. Summer, mate. <laughs> no, no, yeah. So listen, guys. So, so the so the agenda today, I guess, for for all the listening as usual. Uh, appreciate all the callers, all the guys doing the downloads, um, talking and interacting on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, today, main agenda is really going to be talking about, I guess, the kind of dead rubber, which was Callum Smith fight against, uh, I guess, a kickboxer, which sees him face George Groves in the final. Um, bit of news about that as well. Um, obviously, a big fight in terms of a heavyweight clash. Two undefeated fighters, Wilder coming against, coming up against Luis Ortiz. Uh, Inam, you want to talk about the UK fight with Brooke? Yes. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll talk about it now. Uh, so no, do you want to talk? So yeah, obviously I'll kick on. Um, I was trying. Uh, obviously, we're working remotely, so we can't do the smooth transition for the agenda as usual. But um, yeah, so we have got Brooke versus Rabchenko. That's also on the agenda. Um, Kovalev and Bivo are headlining down at the Medicine Square Gardens in New York. So not just the UK that seems to be having a clash of promoters. We see the US also doing that. Um, no doubt we're going to have to touch on the tragedy of uh, Scott Westgarth's death after his con- fight um, uh, over the weekend. Um, obviously, his condolences and prayers out to his family. Uh, Yard Dubois also fighting last weekend with uh, Barrett uh, suffering his first loss. And your five versus McDonnell. On the brick on a UK card, so guys, um, kicking off Smith versus the kickboxer. I can't pronounce his name. What, what, what was your thoughts? I thought it was shit, man. It was rubbish, right? And it shows that Callum Smith to be clearly now is a hype job. Yeah, I thought this guy is gonna blast out a thirteen and old ex kickboxer within four or five rounds. Easy. That's what I thought. 
know, I can tell. <laughs> Tom? I mean, I think I think I, I, I will say um, I've seen bits of the fight. Um, for me, it was I don't want to say the same old Callum Smith, but I just think you know we hear uh, reputations of him looking very impressive, and he could be the the next star, yeah. the true potential champion. And I just think under the lights, he's not. We're not seeing that. It's not on display. And I think it's fair to say everybody expected a a good performance against a guy who's really a novice. He's not somebody that's seasoned, somebody that doesn't deserve to really even be an opponent. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 uh, I, I think it was disappointing. Um, I think, you know, you both spoke about that. He was getting caught easy, at, caught out quite easily. Um, I don't know whether it was the fact that, you know, there's injury playing in his mind. Um, the fact that this guy was awkward. You can't prepare for somebody like that. So, you know, maybe the advantages he has in kickboxing helped him uh, more in boxing. But, yeah, it wasn't an impressive performance, and I think he's got to be disappointed with that. They can't, they can't justify it. He should have got him out of there when you consider he had that streak of first round knockouts against British level, you know, the top British level guys. So mm. this guy, you would say he's the top German level. He's sort almost of, like that sort of tier, so he should be taking that sort of guy out. Yeah, he's almost like he's plateaued, right? And yeah, I see what you're saying about that. You know, it seems like he's coming down the other hill. You know, he's coming down the hill. You know, it's surprising because he's still a young fighter. It just doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, that fight he had with, you know, Scotland as well. You know, that was a tough, that was a tough fight for him. You know what I mean? I mean like, it's almost mm-hmm. like he's reached his, his level. I mean, what I will you say know? with this, and, you know, obviously, you know, he's been on the show, so we always got respect for him. But I, I, I'm, I personally, I feel... Even against the Gross fight, the contest will not just be won in the ring, it will be also won by the coaches. You're talking about Gallagher versus McGuigan, who, in my opinion, is probably shrewder than Gallagher. And I think maybe that's what, you know, you're talking about plateau. Maybe that's the thing, because Gallagher does get guys to a level, but he doesn't take them that extra 10, 15%. You get what I mean? Yeah. We'd also have to take into account the huge, you know, Callum Smith would have never been in a fight. 
To me, Gallagher doesn't manage emotions well. So, uh, don't forget, don't forget, McGregor has beaten Gallagher before in a massive all British dust up squeak. Yeah. Yeah, so, so yes, so, so it's definitely going to be an interesting one now the final's been set. Um, you think it's fair that George Groves, uh, should get approved this additional month that he's requested? I mean, I just hope it is enough time um, because, like you said, it is. This could be a really this this could be the, the crowning jewel um, for, for him in terms of his career. So, yeah, I really hope that this injury that he goes through in the surgery that I believe he's having this week, uh, he can f- fully recover from that. Um, but yeah, totally agree. Well, he, he said this week that um, he should be ready to go a month later, so you would assume that the injury, if anything. So, um, yeah, also, uh, I guess uh, we might as well talk about uh, what's happening over in the UK. Uh, so, last weekend, uh, we saw Warren uh, put on his show uh, down at the York Hall. Uh, obviously, Anthony Yard, uh, Daniel Dubois, Zelfa Barrett, uh, to name a few others, as well as Nathan Gorman. Um, what did you guys think of that night of boxing? I think that Boazzi is definitely going to be the best 
light heavyweight after he's developed. But I think that you know Yard can Yard definitely could be the best British level at the moment. But I, I find it hard to see him winning a world title. Right. Yeah. What about yourself, coach? Um, yeah. So um, for me, I have to be honest. I think you're. I think it's a bit harsh. Um, it's a bit harsh because in terms of. You know, he is fighting at, again, European level. I think he's tried for the Buglioni fight. Definitely from a Styles make fights perspective, Burton would be uh, more than entertaining. Um, I think ultimately his problem is he's tilling. Look at the fights that happened on the weekend. Bivol, Barrera, arguably Ward, uh, Kovalev. <clears throat> you know, you're looking at these guys, what, Badu Jack, Stevenson. I think he's just in a crowded division. That um, I don't know how he is going to be able to compete at home. I mean, how old is Yard, do you think? How, let me, how old is he? He's young, man. That's about 26. Oh, no, I think he's quite a bit older than that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and, and sorry, Tom, you even mentioned... 26 or something. Yeah, and you even mentioned... He's 26. You mentioned Boatsy, and, and again, you kind of... Again, it's just it's such a crowded division. Um, great fights for us fans. Um, I... I, I I think he done well in that fight against a guy who was tough, um, and he didn't flounder where he could potentially could have. You know, he didn't lose his. He didn't look guy, tired. He wasn't offering a lot back, was he? Really? He, he was trying that. To, he was trying though, and he had to get rid of him. Not many opponents have got rid of him, so you know the guy was prepared to. He got knocked down and got and stood back up. So I think, I I, I didn't think he was a disappointing performance. I think you know what. Yeah, he, he, he's done. He done what he needed to do, and it wasn't so bad. He can't knock everybody out early doors. Um, I just think ultimately you're right. The division is just too crowded for him to really stake his name there. I mean, yeah. Him... But the thing is, if you can already see these sort of weaknesses at this level, I mean that's a worrying sign, isn't it? I mean, he's already had a lot of fights without the significant step up. So the signs of worry are there because you know with these people that you can say, oh, we really think he's going to be a world champion. I mean, it's not always that way. It's not always that way. It's not always that way. And, and you're looking at, I think, I think when you look at Olympic level fighters, I would say yeah. But guys that are kind of building their own careers as as it goes on. So in terms of when I say that, I mean their experience. Um, for me, I think he showed a lot. He hasn't got a massive amateur career, so to go up against a guy um, that he faced, um, you check his record. It, he, I think he he done well to get him out of there, and he never he never looked in trouble. He just had to stay composed. So yeah, I don't I don't think I think there is a bit of hype around him, um, but I think it wasn't a bad performance to be honest. I think now he needs to get the Buglioni fight, in my opinion. Um, yeah. That has to happen. I mean, the thing is, so they're saying with... I think you've got to ultimately look at it as well from a bigger picture. It's like they're offering Buglioni the fight. So they're, 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 they're making offers for the fight. Um, so they want it. I think also it's fair to say Buglioni is a, a, a champion at domestic level. So therefore, why fight him? Uh, why fight Burton instead of Buglioni? I see the sense in that. So... You know, there's not. It's not like he's ducking anybody. 
Um, I just think, yeah, I think Bruglioni is the fight. Yeah, but yeah, but why would you? But you got to ask yourself, why would you fight Bart Burton when you've got a, a a belt or your ranking is higher than Burton's, and you want to fight the guy that beat Burton? You, you got to understand that logic. And and I agree. You have to. But he doesn't have to. Why would he? But exactly. Why would come and look at you? Is this you talking about the business come moves, man, the strategy? Process, you, it's it's no, not I one rule. Say, there's no, not one rule for. One. No, there's not no, one man, rule forever. Defined, there's no, not. It's, it wasn't defined. It was a mandate. But if you're making, he doesn't. He's not. He wasn't obligated to fight to to take that fight. He wasn't obligated to take that fight. So, 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 what you're saying is, so what you're saying is, Buglioni should fight Craig Richards, bring up somebody from a division below, and not fight a, a, a competitive fight for against a guy in his division, and that was right. Come on, come on, come on, come on. He didn't fight Burton. No, what I'm saying is, Buglioni didn't fight Burton. Yard doesn't want to fight Burton. We know, we all know why. So let's. So we need to see Buglioni fight Yard, and that's there's a more logical reason for for that. Yeah. I said he ducked Burton, no, but I said he's not ducking Buglioni. But Buglioni is a no, bigger, no, is no more prestigious. Yeah, exactly, and it's obvious that he ducked yeah. Bert, Bert, uh, um, Burton. But you have to remember, what's the more prestigious fight, Buglioni? Okay, but let's this remember we this you have to we, we always have to we've heard the promoter say it. So when one promoter wants to say something, we take it as the gospel. When another promoter says it, we try to question. So as long as we question everything, then it's all fair, right? So anyway, moving on. Moving on because there was other guys, Dubois. <laughs> yeah, Dubois um also fighting uh on that card. What did you guys think? I mean, a lot of people are questioning um, the fight, but I, in, in terms of his performance, but I, I, I agree. I think for me, he did what he needed to do. Um, there's no doubt the previous um, date was pushed. This date was uh, pushed back originally because of the fact he was suffering from the flu, um, and the performance was half jaded. But I think it was a learning process. It wasn't necessarily a weak opponent um, in, in, in terms of you know someone to prop up his 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 resume. So yeah. I thought he'd done what he needed. Tom? I think that, um, I think, to be honest, I, I think you'll find this hard to 
yards, but I think you can you could say a lot of the criticisms about yard for, uh, could be applied to Dubois in this fight. But obviously, Dubois miles younger, has had much less fights as a pro, so you know he's got the time to develop. But I felt that you know D.L. Jones, with all respect to him, is you know he's nowhere near the level that Daniel Dubois is at or is going to be at. Mm. And when he came inside, Dubois didn't really, you know, he, he wasn't used to him coming inside. He couldn't really get his shots off on the inside. He was getting caught up and held quite comfortably. And, you, you know, D.L. Jones managed to drag that fight out a lot longer than it should have gone on. And mm-hmm. if Dubois comes, against, uh, comes up against someone with the sort of strength on the inside, but who could work there, you know, that, that could be a problem for him. But obviously, I'm sure that in the in the period between now and when that time comes he will develop and he's very young yeah. and I think that's the he's difference between him 20, and 20, right? yeah he's 20 you know he barely had any uh, senior level amateur fight so he's got ages he's got a lot of time to improve and he definitely will because he's still at that age where you know he really is learning with every fight so and the thing is he's still got his man he's got to develop his man strength you know, remember yeah. he's still 20 years old right the next 2-3 years going to be getting a lot stronger yeah, yeah. No. I think I think for no, me, I think it's hard. From a technical point of view, we saw a, a couple of weaknesses that we haven't ever got to see before because he's just been blasting everyone out up until this fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, but I think he showed good strength in there. I think you know, we, again, he's one of these guys. He doesn't have a, a, a long amateur career, so he is learning as he goes on. I think, yeah, it wasn't. The, I think it's not what we came to expect. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think to be critical of that performance is is harsh. But yeah, he's 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 definitely got he's definitely well, not ready know, for the, the big guys. Got to analyze it. Got to analyze it. You know. Uh, and then obviously all the talks about him against Nathan Gorman down the line, who was also fighting on the bill. Mm. Did you guys see him? Yeah, I saw I saw Nathan Gorman's fight. Um, I mean, yeah, I've, I mean, it's what you would expect from him: fast, his fast hands, um, show good feet. Um, but yeah, does it again? Is he to me? He's not somebody that I think is going to be elite level. Um, if I'm being honest, yeah. I mean, if Nathan Gorman lost all his uh, excess weight, right? I mean, will he be a true heavyweight? Do you think? <laughs> that's that's a valid point. It's carrying a lot of fat. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I was just wondering if he was a bit fit. Would he be? Well, he was weighing like 18 stone or something, didn't he, in the fight? I mean, you can see they're building that. Yeah, I think you can see yeah, they're, they're building, they're confident, and they're, and that's what they're building to. Gorman's come, came out recently and spoke about you know um, not being able to and not 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 really getting on with um, uh, Gorm, uh, Dubois. They room together, um, talking about his quiet approach and you know not being the same type of mindset or, or personalities, but. Uh, it's I don't, like, I don't think like he'll do anything. A, a fury, it's a bit like Fury versus Joshua, isn't it? In some aspects. You've got Nathan Goldberg, who's not really a power-punching heavyweight. He's got fast hands and fast feet and reliance on technical ability. Right? And the other side, you've got Daniel Dubois, who's literally blasting people out. It's almost like, I don't know, uh, Fury versus Joshua. I mean, you I'll tell you what, I remember seeing... Nathan Gorman fight Akinlade. Um, yeah. 
And yeah. I'll be honest with you, he won the fight clearly, but yeah, yeah. I he, he ended up in he finished points. It was a points decision. So that says a lot as well um, at that level so um, uh, Barrett obviously he suffered his first loss uh, Ronnie Clark what did you guys make of that fight well it saved the card didn't it it yeah. saved the card to be honest because they were all one-sided blasts and that was you know that was expected to be a one-sided fight wasn't it yeah. um, and it wasn't you know it was a step up about it but it wasn't a huge step up um, yeah. so I say you know he's, he'd already had 20 fights or whatever before that fight and you know exactly see why they Exactly. I mean, I, 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 it's, it was, it was, it was a very entertaining fight. Um, but once he got rocked with a sweet uppercut, um, and if you notice, quite often throughout the fight, especially his his gum shield came out of his mouth. Um, for me, I think Clark just was just fought his best fight. Um, and as what you would call a test for a a prospect, um, you're supposed to pass it, and I've, and he really didn't. Um, uh, yeah, can, what can he come back? I think yes, but. Um, he's got a lot to learn. Um, I think he's really got a lot to learn. But yeah, we're not talking world class. Uh, far from it. But I think he he, he 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 showed a lot of heart. You know, he did show and he showed attributes where he can he can improve on. Um, look at the way he was at least trying to jab. Where he was having success later on is when he was obviously putting in implementing the jab. Every time he just then f- lost focus, started swinging wildly. Clark was able to just counter with ease. Um, and he put a lot of pressure on, but yeah, um, for me, I think, yeah, you're right. It's not going to go any further. Um, so obviously, Brooke, Brooke Rabchenko, what's we think, what are we thinking about that? Uh, I'm not too, too bothered about that fight, man. You know, it's basically going to be easy kind of breaking into the 154-pound division fight with Brooke. Clearly, they're not going to give him a tough fight and just try to make his name again. You know, it's going to be easy for him. Yeah, I'm not going to be charging too, man. I just see it to be like an easy fight for Kelbrook, to be honest. Yeah, so we... I mean, it's true. No, they're sparred, don't we? We know they're sparred, so they're going to, you know, they're selling it as, oh, he's come forward, he's rugged, but we know they're sparred. He's not going to pitch him as the opponent if he wasn't confident there was someone who he was going to deal with. They're not, you know, you can never really be sure with Brooke now coming off those two losses, so Junior, you saw what happened there. 
and Sean Porter, which I thought really Sean Porter, I thought I'd won that fight, mm. right? So, you know, for uh, £154, I can't see Kell Brook, right, being a legitimate champion. When I say legitimate, like, you know, anyone can win the title, but it's like truly who is the champion of that division. You know, I can't see him being like a Lara. I can't see him beating the Charlo. No, but, I can't either. You know, he could third, probably I'm, beat a Liam Smith, though, couldn't he, if he or a Saddam yeah. Ali? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about stuff like that. I'm talking about exactly, the top yeah. You know, Jarrett Hurd, for example, that guy's got a thumping punch that will damage his eyes again. You know? Yeah, so, he's very strong. Yeah. So, I mean, the way I see it, Brooke, I think Brooke, what is the economic angle is to just get that Khan fight. Get a couple of fights. Yeah. Here. Khan does his first one or two fights with match room and his third fight's probably going to be Kel Brook. They've been tons of money and they both retire. I reckon that's what it is. That's the only way to go for Brook, but Khan's obviously got the options, doesn't he? That's the, it's all in Khan's hands, really, coming down to that fight. Brooke, everyone knows Brook doesn't really have, you know, he doesn't, doesn't even have the desire to want to be a world champion again. You know, he's talking about having a year left in the sport, having a couple of fights left. Like, he clearly wants to have the big money fight and get out, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Khan can kind of get whatever he wants, really. At, mm. at this stage, I would make Khan a favourite these those two. If, if, you know, Khan has got all the power, like you said. If he drags Brook down to 147 pounds, right, I think Khan will win that fight. Yeah. What do you guys think? Have to judge it after the performances coming up, I guess, because it's both, you know, one's been out of the ring for two years, one's coming off two heavy losses that a lot of fighters can't come back from so it's impossible to know what they're being you know I would, you wouldn't we say Kelbrook should win this fight easily but if he lost you would be like well all the signs yeah. are there that he could easily lose this one you don't really know what he's mm. going to be like especially I, I, I'll be honest that's exactly why that's the only interesting thing I feel why I may watch this fight is just to see how uh, Brook performs um, I think he's coming off two two losses um and I just want to see where his mind's at. You know, does he have the appetite, as you guys have mentioned before? Um, I think even Khan, um, I think even that's too, a bit too far out of the picture for, for, for Brooke. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, if, if, if he really doesn't perform well um, and we don't see much of him because he needs to have a stunning performance on Saturday, as you said, to even really challenge for world level. What is he a domestic level fighter? I don't think so. So, yeah, unless he's trying to cream a bit of money and do a bit like, you know, the, the, the Josh Warrington route and fill out state football stadiums with fans. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm just intrigued to see how he, how he performs, how he looks. You um, know what? All his, his whole body language, his whole yeah. thing, uh, the interviews he's given, everything suggests like he just wants to lead the sport. I'm telling you. you know, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? And like, being in this position, I think it's just in if you get oh man, I wish I could send a goddamn card fight and just make the money. I think, one big money fight and go. Yeah, no, 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 I agree with no, you. No, no, you know, and his only option is Khan. Yeah. To make that money, his only option is Khan, you know. And, and besides that, really, he's got no money. He's got, really, he's got really nothing left in the game, mm. you know. There's no big money option for him. He hasn't got any pay-per-view fights. Trust me, I mean, and you I know? think that's, that's, that's telling about this whole event, is that he's gone, he's, he's totally gone down from pay-per-view. Um, yeah. You know, so, uh, so yeah, so for me, I think uh, it's an interesting card. Uh, you've got Gamalio 5 versus Gavin McDonnell. Um, yeah, Lemuel Tonis, Thomas uh, against Dave Allen as well. So, yeah, that should be an interest. Those should be interesting bouts. Um, but 
yeah, I think for me, uh, it's not massive. So listen, guys, I'm going to open up the lines, um, get some callers in here. Uh, I'm going to go straight out to Tom Lyons. Um, Tom Lyons, how you doing, sir? It's Paul, not Tom. Ah, it's Paul, <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, so how you doing, Paul? So, for, so for, Yeah, I'm good, are you? Is it all good, yeah? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good, we're good, sir. <laughs> What's on your mind, mate? Hey, just a bit about the weekend. Uh, I think people forget with uh, Yardy that uh, Frank Buglione called him out. If, if Frank Buglione never called him out, he doesn't really mention other fighters. He just gets on with what he's generally doing. But it's because Frank Bugley only posted about him in the first place that he's mentioned the Bugley only fight. So, and when you compare to each of them fighters, Burton, Bugley only, Yard, Count Johnson, the likes of them, look at who they fought in the 14th fight. Look at the, look, at least, at least Yard had a, a winning record. And he's been in with some tough opponents. Yeah, it does. Fair point. You 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 look at Betting's Betting's opponent. He's had about nine wins, about seventy losses, and a couple of draws. And I just think we're trying to, with his limited amateur background, I just think we're trying to judge him a bit too early. I think we need to. You look at when Ricky Atten fought. The likes of Ricky Atten and stuff fought for the British title. They were twenty odd fights into their career before they even got a British shot. Never mind anything Brook and his comeback fire at 154 pounds. 
fans, by the way. You know, after he won the world title, he had thousands upon thousands of our new book fans, you know, claiming he was <laughs> boxing. Where are they? I'll bring the book fans. Where are the book fans? I mean, I'm not gonna lie, um, not in a bad way, but for me, hunger or no hunger, I'm not, I'm not, I don't really rate uh, Kelbrook. I think when everybody was saying he's a big one four seven, he can do this. I, I didn't see it. Um, so yeah, but quickly did, before, oh, no, come on, he beat Sean Porter and he was he did well. Yeah. And as now. and now, I, I mean, oh, for me, that wasn't convincing. Though. Number one, yeah, that wasn't convincing, and number two, and 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 number two. Nah, come on, this is what I mean. Early on, everybody said Khan was outboxing Canelo early on. It's the result that... He was. He was. He was <laughs> That's my point, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean nothing, though. It doesn't mean anything. So it shows that he can compete, though, not so really. Was, uh, uh, for, for, for a few rounds, he can. Brooke was a world-level fighter. But, but, I was convinced about Brooke. Nah. Seven, but, 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 he's not. He's a 12-round fight, mate. You can't do yeah, a 12 round. He, he beat Sean Porter over a 12 round fight. And let's be honest. Exactly. It wasn't convincing. He just said he didn't win the fight, did he? But he did win that fight, whether it was special or not. He won the fight over 12 rounds. And a guy who's challenged for a world title since and will again. But, okay, but the argument would be the level, though. For me, Sean Porter was not. you got to listen when it's all said and done. Where would you rank Sean Porter in the current uh, welterweight Thank division? You. Top five? He's probably in the top five, isn't he? Is that he's in the top five of one of the most stacked divisions in boxing. Fifth, and, and he's coming in fifth, right? I mean, and arguably, yeah. you'd have to say, what, Thurman, Spence... So if Kel Brook beat him, he's fifth. He's, he's clearly the 
he was a world-level And where will you rank Crawford in in that top five? Well, we have, we've had this debate, haven't we? Can't really say, so, <laughs> so my point is, but yeah, anyway, but we digress. So, uh, so I think we, we uh, anyway, we're arguing over the, the past, but um, Paul, <laughs> quick one, Wilder Ortiz is happening this weekend, give us a quick thoughts on that before we move on to the next caller. I think personally, Wilder's going to get massively exposed, and all Ortiz is, Ortiz is 90 year old, but I still think at 90 year old, he's still got the beating of Deontay Wilder, because he's 6 foot 4. 240 pounds southpaw who can box inside, outside, and he's got a punch on him. Deontay Wilder's never gonna, never faced an opponent like this. And I was watching the clip earlier, and it showed that Johan Duapas getting out the way of uh, Deontay Wilder's punches with head movement, and Duapas is nowhere near the level of Ortiz. Yeah. Never mind Mike Tyson, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I view, Paul. I just feel that Ortiz's technical ability will mean that, one, right, Wilder is going to be able to catch him, right? Number two, as he swings, right, wildly, he's going to leave himself so exposed to someone as good as Ortiz that I reckon Ortiz will take him out. I'm going with Ortiz's yeah. knockout. Yeah. Really? Really? I'm going with Ortiz's knockout, yeah. I think that Ortiz looks very static in his last few fights. He, he, he is great technically. I think that Wilder's longer, he's quick, he's more athletic. He's going to be quicker, maybe not, you know, he's not technically quicker, but he will be the quicker, more agile fighter. And I think that Wilder will win by knockout yeah. quite comfortably. So listen, Paul, thank you. Appreciate you yeah. calling in and support as always. Or should I say Tom? No problem. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Take it <laughs> easy, mate. <laughs> See you later, bro. Cheers. Uh, going out to 348. 348. Hello? How you doing, lads? It's uh, Paul. Hey, it's Paul. Hey, is that the real Tom? Yes, Paul. <laughs> yeah, how you doing, boys? You right? We're doing well. We're doing well. With the real Tom, please stand up. Tom Lyons. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm only joking, <laughs> mate. Yeah, it's Tom. It's all, it's all Batman, mate. How you doing? What's on your mind? Yeah, just want to say I can't wait to see Wilder Pepper that drug cheat on the uh, on the weekend inside three rounds. Hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, gets a good performance in and uh, demonstrates why you don't need performance enhancing drugs to uh, better better yourself. Because um, I mean, like no real talk, like with the whole situation on the weekend with the young uh, lads uh, passing away in the boxing ring, it just kind of puts into perspective that. Um, you know, this drug situation is getting out of hand now. It's like, you're seeing people die in the boxing ring. Uh, you know, accidents happen in boxing. And, like, just some of the stuff you've seen the last few days, like, even with that, um, that Muppet tie and boot. I hope he's, I hope he's listening to this, because actually, you know, a bit of respect he wouldn't go, wouldn't go, wouldn't go on home. Because, no, this sort of stuff, like, you know, it reaches out to people and they get very, um, you know, passionate about it. It's a contentious topic. And coming out of the comments, like, you know, oh, I'm going to have a fight on the weekend and be drinking cider the whole camp, you know, not for He's lost his license. His license has been revoked by the BBOB, British British Boxing Board of Control. They're taking it off him. And he's oh, long right. time coming. He's long time coming. Exactly. He's an utter dickhead, man. That guy is a yeah, dickhead. Yeah, but like, it's not yeah. even funny because, like, he's making comments like that and there's people like, you know, Nick Blackburn, the past, you know, Scott Westcott. I mean, the fact he even yeah. references McLennan in that tweet 
that you guys sent was is unbelievable. I mean, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. No, I don't lie. I'm not, I'm not, I don't usually come on here and rant about uh, those sort of things, but I think it's because something needs to be brought up because, you know, what's it going to take? Because this, unfortunately, the, you know, inboxing, it's not going to be the last uh, time that, well, God forbid, but it's not going to be the last time, you know, someone gets badly hurt because it's the way the sport's evolving, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it just makes me think what goes through some of these idiots' minds now. Like, what do they think when they say this kind of stuff? I mean, are they just doing it for controversy? You know, even if he's just purely to get likes and attention, just shows how shallow this guy is. Well, I think, I think that's the yeah, bottom line. You know? I think no matter what they're doing, whatever their intentions are, I just think it just speaks volumes about the kind of person they are. Because um, you shouldn't need to, you shouldn't need to do that uh, for any reason. So um, yeah, I think I I agree with your sentiments, Tom. So listen, uh, on the fights last weekend, uh, what, what was your take? Who impressed you the most or the least? Uh, let's let's go with the Frank Warren because I think yeah let's go with the Frank Warren. Yeah, I mean I put an article out there about uh, Ronnie Clark and um, whether he'd be able to you know get to Zelfa Barrett and he uh, did exactly what he said before the fight. You know he pressed the fight was on Zelfa's chest for the duration of the fight and uh, after the knockdown, even though it wasn't like you know damaging to that extent where you think oh if he got up you know he'd be like all over the place he got himself together but. I think just credit to Ronnie Clark really for someone who was um, kicked at twenty five to one to win the fight. Um, he made the bookies a lot of money. Yeah, and I'm sure Paul uh, Paul knows all about that. So <laughs> I'm sure he'll uh, he'll be uh, over the moon with that. But yeah, uh, I think Zelf will come back again. I think he's um, I mean he's gonna go all the way. I think just his mentality, the people he's around. I think they all acknowledge you know that the defeat is probably the best thing that's gonna happen to him in his boxing career. And, Yeah, no, no, I totally agree. Um, and, and and I know a man you're a fan of. Um, it's not really publicised this week, but um, Josh Taylor, he's also fighting. Um, will you be watch, look at, watching that fight? Yeah, I'll be watching that fight. There's quite a lot of fights this weekend. I'm not so, um, you know, keen on the uh, Brook Ramchenko main event, but I will be watching the uh, Gamaliel fight, Gavin McDonald fight, and uh, obviously, um, yeah, the Taylor fight and. Ortiz, uh, who this weekend. You got Kovalev uh, versus Ikmetalian and uh, Bivar versus Barrera. Listen, thanks for thanks for calling in. Um, yeah, can I just uh, quickly do a shout out? That's all right. Yeah, go, go ahead, mate.
problem mate no problem appreciate it and appreciate oh, no, all the work as well appreciate yeah, all no the work all right cheers mate thank you, very much. Thank you, you man. man cheers no thanks worries, mate. All the best. cheers all the best yeah, <coughs> yeah so um what else <coughs> sorry guys a bit of a cough then so yeah i was gonna say wilder ortiz so in that let's let's talk let's let's go to your analysis So let's let's kick off with your analysis. So you were saying Yeah, you're on the other side of the fence. Yeah, so I saw a fight recently with Ortiz, right? And the way he done it, he was doing his head movement and avoiding shots, right? And knockouts I was like, I was looking at that fight and I was thinking I could really see him doing that to Wilder. I can't remember which fight it was, Ortiz, which fight it was, yeah. But looking at that and I'm just basically comparing his technical ability versus Wilder's but you're right now Tom is talking about his agility that's all I'm making me question that but I think there's a very good chance though that Ortiz could get the KO it definitely ends by knockout doesn't it well unless Wilder tries to Wilder basically because we have seen Wilder like in the Washington fight if he just sort of tries to stay away and tire Ortiz out which I mean I guess he could try and do that would probably be the safest fight he could do but it would definitely be a bad yeah. look yeah. but I think it would be at the same time a, a, a knockout the, it, like the Washington fight which was in five but um, yeah I have to say I think for me I think the technical I think I think the technical ability of Ortiz is, is superior to Wilder without question um, I think for me you're just looking at youth you're looking at speed explosiveness you know it's heavyweight division so of course uh, Ortiz has the tools to potentially knock Wilder out, um, but I don't see that happening. I see Wilder just getting on top of him with the jab. I think for me, it's going to be an interesting fight. Um, I think the people that are supporting Ortiz, one thing, would they look at Wilder and give him credit for this fight? Um, where I want to see Wilder sort of maybe impress the audiences is how he defends against the Southpaw. I think that's really Ortiz's key to to to, def- to defeat Ortiz, uh, Wilder. But we're going to see. I've always, I've always questioned Wilder's technical ability, right? And how is he going to deal with this? That's the biggest challenge I think Wilder's going to face. Yeah, so, I mean, I think... The fact they fight the Southpaw fighter. I think, but I think the... I, and I agree with you, and that's what that, that's why I said it. So, but I think it's whether he beats him, because I believe he beats him, and I wouldn't even be surprised if he does it inside four rounds. Um, uh, and if he does, will he get the credit? Will it then be it's an old Ortiz that hasn't done much? Yeah. Or will it be... The key... Sorry. Go ahead, sorry go no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Well, I think the key it's a thing... tough one, man. I think it's a very tough one. You know, I think as well, though, like, you know, we just don't know what Ortiz has done for his career that we've seen and has he been doing tools enhancing drugs, you sometimes say. Now you've got to question what Ortiz has done in the past. 
I'm saying, if he's been caught with performance enhancing drugs, what's to say he's not used it in the past, right? And I think it's his age, right? I think it's his age. You know? So are you if saying he's winning or losing? I'm confused now. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's questioning the analysis. I'm just saying, I think, yeah. I think we just, I'm just asking, like, you sound more like you're now saying, actually, you're not picking uh, Ortiz. Because I think, no, yeah, you were I'm quite not, clear with no, how no, you no. were picking him. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. Okay. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what, one thing you also want to bear in mind is, is that, what about his previous performances? Do we also take into account that they might be yeah, I think, but the point is, yeah, bro, for me, it doesn't yeah, matter. It's quite hard, it's quite hard, it's quite hard. But for me personally, it's quite hard, you know. You know, you've got his technical ability on one side. You know what, like, to be honest, I think with his age, I think the only reason he's probably used performance enhancing drugs is probably because of his age. Yeah. yeah? You know, because at his age, I can see him struggling to make the 12 round fight. But that's, you know, that's the point that makes me favour Wilder as well, because yeah. I think the thing you, we haven't discussed as well is when you look at Ortiz's fights with Malik Scott and Dave Allen, who, you know, Malik Scott has, you know, he's sort of been there or thereabouts, but, you know, he's never been a real contender. Mm-hmm. And obviously we know about Dave Allen, you know, lovely guy, but he's not a world-level fighter. And Ortiz, you know, he was plodding round after that. You know, yeah. he wasn't cutting yeah. off the ring, especially in that Malik Scott fight. I mean, that was Um, I think, yeah, definitely in terms of the game plan of Ortiz, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. seeing. But I think for me, the, the power, how he keeps Wilder off him will be very interesting. Um, but yeah, um, going to be a good fight. Um, quickly, let's touch on this uh, light heavyweight clash um, that's happening down in, in the Madison Square. Um, Bivol versus Barrera, to me, is probably the more entertaining fight. Um, if you're looking at the resumes and the stars of both fighters, What's your thoughts on that one? So I say that again, the line just saw that went a bit. Okay, I'm saying Bivol versus Cover um, Barrera. Uh, what's your thoughts on that fight? It's a tough fight, man. Barrera is a very, very skilled fighter. Mm. 
mm. you know, um, and Bivol was this just a heavy-handed, heavy-handed guy, you know, strong technical ability. I think Bivol will take it. I think Bivol will mm. take it, and he pro- but I think he'll probably win on points. I think I'm favouring. I think Bivol will win it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure whether he will knock him out. If I had to pick, I think he will knock him out. But I think that because Barrera has been down a lot of times in his career as well, so I think that we've seen that Bivol's got the power. I think that Bivol, you know, he had a good, very good amateur record. He's got that schooling, and I think that you know Barrera, he's not really that traditional type of Cuban skilled fighter. I mean, he's very good. He's not like an exceedingly technical fighter. I think that Bivol. You know, Bivol's the one, you know, Burroughs had the losses and Bivol's the one who's going to take over at least half the division, I think. So I think it's his fight. It's his fight to lose. So yeah. until, until Wood comes back, until Wood comes back. Mm, I mean, I, now, now, is it? I, I, mean, I definitely agree with you. We put that post up on Instagram, you know, Andre Wood, you know, if you put yeah. that post, and then put a post up with his picture next to Bivol's. Yeah. You know? uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, I yeah, the ward. In, in all his interviews, he seems to he seems to say that people are talking about it, but he's he, you know he's just adjusting to his new life. I, I don't think we'll see Ward back. I think he's a smart guy, and I think that he's gone out at the right time. To be honest, he doesn't need to come back and take on an unproven Russian in Bivol. I mean, it's not much for him to gain. Yeah, I mean, I think he, he comes back, Tom. I, I'll be honest. I think he comes yeah. back, but I think he's he's up going up to cruiser. And I think potentially, yeah, yeah. You, I wouldn't fight. rule out the the, the 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 Bellew even a Usyk. I, that's I think you're right. Does it? There's no need for him to prove himself against a Bivol. Um, but I could see him going up. I think that's the kind of challenge that would really kind of excite him. And he spoke recently of losing the desire in terms of being in training camp. So I think that's a camp that w- would probably excite him. Um, Do you think we could even see a Kovalev trilogy? There's no need to go there for him, man. He beat him once and then he ruined it the second time. I don't think there's any need, you know, and I don't think Kovalev's the same. Mate, listen, Kovalev went to a monastery, right, and stayed in isolation for weeks after the second world fight. That's what, that's what was done to him. Yeah. So he goes to sleep at night dreaming about him. Yeah. I mean, I think he's... I can't see that. I, I agree. I mean... It, 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 I think it's all down to what Kovalev does. I can't see why Ward would want to do it um, in terms of again the appetite, the desire. Um, but could you? Could it? Could it be ruled out? Who knows? Um, who, 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 who knows? But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't see that. I, I, I would rather. I think he's more likely to try and face a name like a Bellew, some because that gets a lot of attention. You know, I think he still he still probably wants a big money fight, um, and I think that's where he would he would come out of retirement for. Um, I will say on the Bivol Barrera fight. I mean, I do think age could play its part, but I think Barrera might. I think Barrera is going to show is going to, is going to put up a really good fight, um, and I think this one's going to be a close one. Because um, uh, do you remember when Barrera came back against uh, Joe Smith, um, and Joe Smith was a hot, hotly tipped, not even prospect like yeah. champion, yeah. defeated Hopkins, and Barrera kind of took it to him. Um, um, so yeah. I point about that is that um, Bivol, I mean, Barrera turned out in the fight with Kovalev to take it instead with Bivol, so he chose Bivol out of the two as the person he clearly thought that he'd more likely be, and he'd assume that would be for less money against Bivol as well. Very good point. So, so yes, I don't know. Um, I think you're right. Barrera's probably the underdog, but 
yeah, I, I think he's got a bit of fight left in him for this one. So definitely looking forward to it. Uh, listen, guys, before I definitely want to touch on um, obviously the tragedy that happened on the weekend with Scott Westgarth. Um, obviously, our condolences and prayers go out to the family. Um, I was listening to LBC today, and they were talking about the 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 fact that potentially boxing should be banned. Uh, the whole premise was, you know, boxing is a sport where people are aiming for the head, which has concussive, obviously, damage. Um, and if it was created today, it wouldn't be alive. Um, it wouldn't be wouldn't be passed. It wouldn't be accepted. What do you think about you know th- this incident? Number one and number two, this sort of uh, narrative that boxing should be banned. That's it, and it, yeah, it's. I think, I mean, and, and I'm not saying this is an excuse, but I think, you know, for all the, the, the tragedies that happen, you know, boxing does transform people's life. You've said working class sport. Um, and I think, you know, unfortunately, it is a, a sad part of the job um, that every boxer knows and every fan knows, but we never want to see it. Um, and people shouldn't sort of rule out the kind of, you know, hard work that the British Board of Boxing Control and World Boxing uh, governing bodies put in to make sure that, you know, boxers do have a certain element of safety. You know, fights are strategically placed, um, you know, near hospitals. They have people on site at the arena. So, yeah, for me, I think trying to ban boxing only sends it underground. Um, and that's not a good thing. And I think, yeah, for me, it's we've just got to kind of take this one on the chin. Uh, you know, excuse the pun, but, you know, we're, we're boxing fans. And, yeah, it's a sad tragedy and our thoughts go to his family. But I think talk of banning it. It's too much. And, you know, I don't know if you guys watched any of the Winter Olympics, but there was a lot of sports in that in, in that competition, in that competition where I was thinking to practice for this sport, the amount of injuries you must get must be crazy. You know, the snowboarding and all this madness. So, yeah. Yeah. I think you've just got to, you know, it's, it's it's natural for people to say to ban the sport because when something like this happens to someone who's not involved in the sport and whatever sport... You know, if it's not boxing and it is another sport, it's natural for people who aren't a fan of it or don't follow it to then be like, well, this shouldn't be happening if that is capable of happening. So, you know, obviously I'm a boxing fan, but I can see why people say that because any any time where that is possible to happen, people are naturally going to be like, well, you know, that shouldn't that, there shouldn't be that possibility. But like you said, that can that applies to all sports. Yeah. So. Um... So yeah, so no, definitely um, uh, agree with you on that. So um, 
in terms of uh, other news, uh, I guess that's the main uh, main event, really. Um, trying to think, did we cover the Hey Belly press conference last week? No, I don't think we did. No. I mean, what do you guys think about that? I don't know if you've seen any co- content from. Fishing, right? that they, they, they held this press conference I think it's clear that Matchroom are trying to put a bit of attention and spotlight on, on, on the fights given that this fight is in May um, but yeah it was definitely a fishing exercise because you know Hay basically played the humble character clearly he doesn't want to do it but you know we would have we would have riled him and, and criticised him if he came back with the arrogance comments he did previously so he's saying he would have better than man he's giving it giving you your props um, I think you just have to take it and move on. But yeah, I think it seems maybe, maybe Bellew needs to add a bit of fire into him. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Still makes for an interesting fight, though. Um, it's going to come nearer the time, isn't it? Because they're both going to want to throw up the pay per view. So it will. Yeah. It'll happen soon. From Hayes' perspective, it's, you know, he's probably really just thinking, whatever, if I do it now, it's going to be forgotten by the time when people are actually buying the fight anyway. So what's the point? Yeah. Very good. So listen, guys, quick round of predictions. So, Brooke Rabchenka, we're saying... Brooke KO. Yeah, I agree. Brooke, Brooke KO, but don't think we're too bothered about that. Um, uh, Kovalev uh, versus... Lip, I can't even pronounce it. Lipchenko, Lipchenko and... Kovalev, Kovalev KO. Yeah. Kovalev KO. Yeah, I'll say Kovalev KO as well. Um, Bivol Barrera. Yeah, I'm gonna go Barrera points. I'm gonna go Barrera, Barrera points. points yeah, I feel I'm gonna. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I got a little bit of that in me, so um, why not? Um, <laughs> uh, Wilder Ortiz. I'm gonna go with Ortiz KO. I'm gonna go Wilder KO. Yeah, I'm gonna go Wilder KO. Yeah, I'm gonna go Wilder KO as well. So listen, great show, guys. Um, again, and now you want to remind everybody about the socials. Yeah, I just do raps on TV. Facebook, Raps on TV, Twitter, and Instagram. 
and YouTube. Don't forget to follow our show on YouTube as well. And subscribe. And appreciate all the support. Appreciate that, guys. Take it easy. Till next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.